0: False prophets. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Be like this, be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this.
1: Be like this. False prophets. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Be like this. Be like this. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Yeah, false I got on For real, I'd have took a bullet for him. One hundred percent. I'd have took a bullet for him. Like absolutely, no doubt in my mind, bro. And he has this, like, gift, like, this way of keeping you kind of, like, married to, like, his vision and what he's doing, despite the fact, like, you see these little red flags that pop up occasionally. But he has a way of just, like, finessing people, bro, that keeps them kind of bought into what he's doing. Like, that's his gift, man. He's got the gift of finesse. But the longer I stuck around, the more I started to see the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you came on board with Jay. I had just stepped up to my VP position and I think it was like right before you link with it that I stepped in that position. And once I was in that position, bro, it was, it was so apparent, like why the company was doing as bad as it was, like why there was no organization, why there was no structure, why things were just running amok like they were. And it's because he wanted to have his hand in everything, bro. Like he doesn't trust his employees. He doesn't really give a shit about them, you know, unless they're doing like, exactly to a t what he wants and even then there's always something you should be doing different or always something you should be doing better or whatever the case might be but one of the reasons i left is because my lawyer told me to leave because i got my paycheck stubs and all that shit at the end of the year for taxes and when i got them i didn't hardly do any work for tulsa real estate fund like at all like you know i was hired for jay morrison academy but when i got my paycheck stubs in and i didn't even know this I had like was it over seventy or forty thousand something dollars. I don't remember. It was a good amount of money that was paid to me through the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, and I was hired to work for Jay Morrison Academy. Wow. So, wow, what he does, he takes the money from his fund and he pays his other businesses. So you're getting paid by Tulsa
0: Real Estate Fund.
1: Yeah, and like, so you
0: working for the Jay Morrison Academy, but getting paid by the Tulsa Real Estate Fund
1: pretty much and then like there was a lot of employees that were that way and, and you know they may do 10 or 15 percent work for TREF but the vast majority of all the work they do because at least when I was there because that's the only time I can speak about is when I was there the vast majority of them were not working for Treff. they were working on his other businesses now like towards the end when I went to leave he did get like a compliance officer and all that other shit like I saw you posted that one from his compliance officer I don't remember her name for some reason it's been so long but yeah man it it was rough bro It, it was not good and you know bro he also like towards the end of like my time with him probably like the last two to three months it became like super apparent and clear that like he did not give a shit about the customers he did not give a shit about his investors like all that stuff just became so apparent so clear like jay cares about jay period Like, it is Jay over everybody, 100%. And so, like, towards that end, like, one of the things that really started to upset me was watching how he would ride what's ever going on with the culture. Exactly. He would ride the coattail of that to raise money or to sell stuff. And, like, I'm a white dude, bro, and it made me sick. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, man, I don't know. It's just a jumble fucking mess.
0: What happened, like, just from your perspective with the fucking event, right? Yeah. What all did you see that I didn't see?
1: That's a good question, man. To be honest with you, I don't know the full extent of what happened. I know that there was some stuff that went on between you and EJ and Eugene, and I don't know what happened there. It was what, was, like, what, like,
0: what was the story? Somebody told you something happened between me and EJ?
1: No, something happened between, like, so I remember there was that time that, like, you called and you were upset with me and Damien, right? Or not even necessarily upset with us, but just upset. And so we told Jay, like, yo, Tony's upset. Like, what are we going to do about, like, the situation was you were upset about. It's been a while. But I remember we went to Jay and we were like, yo, what are we going to do about this? And then I remember they mentioned something between, I believe it was you and Eugene. So I'm not 100% sure, bro, like, what happened. I just remember that, you know, Jay hit me up and he said that we were pulling out.
0: Yeah, with Gene, you know, I was asking for the money to be released, right? So Eugene needed money to pay for something. And at the time, I think it was like 60-something thousand dollars inside the Stripe account. And I had just gave Eugene like 50K the week before I had spent over a total of 100 grand. So I was like, I had told Jay, I said, hey, it's time to go into the Stripe and start paying for these expenses. I said, it doesn't make any sense for me to be now digging in my pocket to pay for event expenses when there's uh, money coming in from the ticket sales that should cover that. I said, that's what that's for. So I think it was like on a Wednesday that I had told, sent Jay a text telling him that Gene needed the money. And it was like the next Friday, I had to send him a message like, bro, what the fuck? Because like Gene calls me. and He's like, I'm in Baltimore eating breakfast. And he's like grilling me. Like, hey, man, I can't move like this if you don't have the money ready. And this, that, and the third. And that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, you don't get the fuck off my phone. I said, I, I said, first off, I said, you sit right there with Jay every day. Tell Jay you need money. Yeah, and
1: I remember, too, I do remember specifically after, you know, how you said that, like, Eugene and Jake inspired it together to, like, raise their prices on you and shit? That 1,000% that happened. I know that for a fact.
0: I know that shit happened, man, because he said on the phone with my attorney, Eugene even mentioned to me that he asked Jay, are you sure? He said, I don't really feel like this is ethical. He said it to me. Damn. Like, he told me the shit. Yeah,
1: no, man, I don't remember all the details of it because it's been so fucking long. But it's a fucking mess, man. What, have you thought about, like, I noticed that you posted, like, somebody was mentioning about getting, like, all the TREF
0: investors to go down. Are you considering doing that? I am. I think you should do it, man. Because none of these people are going to see their money back,
1: 100%. So, like, all their real estate, and one of the reasons they're never going to see their money back is because when you have a real estate fund, you got to have people in these executive positions who really know what the fuck they're doing, like a chief real estate officer and all these people. And Jay's executive team cycles every fucking couple of weeks, like literally, man. Like every few weeks, every few months, like his executive team is cycling out. I saw so many people come and go when I was there that it was insane. Oh. See, so you're doing good, though, bro. I just wanted to I sent you that message, man. I just want to connect with you and just let you know, man, that on my end, I apologize for having to be in the middle of that shit. And
0: bro, I'm talking about like doing. cutting <laughs> off my fucking domains, like yeah. literal sabotage. <laughs> Yep. Not feel you, man. So from your perspective, was that you that cut off the domain? Was that Jay that cut off the domain? What was that?
1: I mean, I cut the domain off, but I was instructed to cut the domain
0: off. What else happened behind the scenes with all this shit that I didn't know about that you remember? Let me think. I know DJ played a big part in it. I think ever since she went to that, she said that she sat down with you for like breakfast or brunch or
1: lunch or something Yeah. But at one point. And she said, like, after that, she just didn't have good vibes and really wanted Jay to pull away. So I know that she was, like, heavily involved in the whole thing. And so, like, and I remember she was telling me, like, and she was going around to all the employees too, because she came to me and, you know, was basically telling me, like, how she was feeling and all this other stuff. And kind of just spreading word throughout the company and she didn't feel like Jay should be doing this. And that was way prior to you guys actually splitting. I mean, outside of all that, man, I really don't know. Like, Jay kind of keeps all his shit to himself, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the people that work for him don't really know what he's got going on. He says he's very, very private. That's about all I remember was he did, like, a company call, said that we were pulling out the event. This was a day or two after, like, the last time we talked or, like, we went through the Stripe account with the advertisers or something. I don't remember 100%. But after that, basically, we turned the domain off. We're told to cease contact with you. And then that was it. I really never heard anything else outside of that.
0: You know he's never released the funds from the event, right?
1: At all? Like, none of them?
0: He's never released a single dollar to me since the event.
1: Not even, like, the amount that they said. Bro, he's
0: Um, never released one dollar.
1: I didn't know that. I thought they Bro, I thought they at least gave you what they put down on that reconciliation. They
0: haven't sent me a fucking dollar. There has been zero attempt to make right
1: by me with the
0: money. I'm talking about even the money I paid them as speakers.
1: They never even- didn't even get that back?
0: No. That's
1: crazy, bro. And like, I know that they've got to be hurting, bro. Like, they've got to be hurting. Like, I don't know what their financial standpoint is personally, but I know from a business perspective that the fund wasn't doing too great. I know the Legacy Center wasn't doing too great. Jay Morrison Academy was doing okay, but it was like so up and down. And one of the biggest reasons was that Jay was trying to run everything. Like he was trying to dictate every single thing. Like he was trying to tell me how to set up nurture sequences and shit when he don't have a clue how that stuff is even set up. And so like he would cycle through so many people or he would, the organizational chart, the hierarchy of the organization, He would restructure that like every week or two fucking weeks, and no one could ever get work done because no one knew their role, no one knew their responsibilities. Literally, everyone in the company just kind of sat and waited for Jay to tell them what to do. And so I think like, you know, he had like high, high staff costs, and he was just like bleeding fucking money because he's inefficient, like he doesn't know how to run an organization. And so like he was just bleeding this money out of the organization. And I don't know what their financial situation is, but... When
0: you were there I don't think it's great. When you were there, like how much money were you making you guys making just from the core side, like the JMA Academy monthly?
1: Oh shit, monthly? I mean anywhere between two hundred to four hundred thousand somewhere that, in that neighborhood.
0: Was that prior to you joining or was that when you joined in?
1: So when I took over in November and was actually given like leadership, I was then kind of privy to all the information. Before that I think they were doing like a hundred or something per month. Once I stepped up, I think it was October when you and Jay linked up, I had a feeling that uh, 100K Club Conference wasn't going to happen. I'm just being real with you <laughs> because of all the stuff that was going on with EJ, all the stuff that was going on with Jay. Like I know they were back and forth on it and everything else because we had diverted a lot of our marketing efforts to the 100K Club Conference. And so what I did, because I had a feeling it wasn't going to work out, was I went and I hired like a six or seven salespeople to start calling like on all of our contacts and stuff like that to kind of just pick up sales so that way our digital sales wouldn't take too much of a dip for the month and like we couldn't cover payroll or some shit or have to dip into savings and cover payroll so i did that and they came in and did really good and helped us sustain for october i think we did like 200 and something and then in november we launched our black friday campaign and that was like the first campaign I actually got to launch that I've had, that Jay gave me full control over. And then that was the month like, that we had our best month since I've been with. And then moving into December, we had one of our best months. Moving into January, I created the New Year New Legacy campaign, the, that funnel. And they still have that funnel running because all the other funnels they try to create, I don't know if they're not working for them or what, but they're still using the shit that I built for them to make money. And I had to fight Jay every fucking month for my bonus check. And I was supposed to be getting a bonus from like day one when I came into the company. And I didn't see a bonus check until I was like six or seven months in. And I walked away from the agency I was running, the clients that I had, and all this other shit because Jay sold me this fucking dream of working with him and how much potential that was there. And I mean, there is a lot of potential there. Like, you know, he has a massive following, like all that stuff, but you can't work with him. Like. If he ever wants to succeed, the best thing he could do is step down and put someone in place to run his company, and he just stays the fuck out of it. But that'll never happen. So what did he tell you was the reason he was backing out?
0: He had told me some shit, like you and Damien basically said, I had disrespected you guys and uh, uh, talked to y'all crazy or some shit. Like Tony was irate and, you know, cursing us out.
1: And that, he said that's why he pulled out? Yeah. Oh no, I don't believe that. I think it was definitely to do with, like, whatever that situation was with EJ and Eugene, bro. Ch- whatever was going on
0: with that. Listen, Chaz and Shayla told me that they were told that Jay, you know, at that point, like, we weren't even in the black to cover the hundred K giveaway. Yep. And Chaz and Shayla had made a comment that they couldn't afford to lose 50000 right now. During that time period, there may be some truth to that, but at the
1: same time, I don't know if that's what Jay felt because, you know, even when we started doing the conference, like we told you, like, we're going to see the bulk of ticket sales come the last, like, week or week and a half, two weeks into it. And so we knew that once that time period hit, the wow. shit was going to blow up. But I could see that potentially being a concern during that time because I don't think they were doing too hot. And, again, I'm just trying to go off of memory, but I'm pretty sure at that time they weren't doing too hot.
0: Yeah, because I remember damn Donnie G said he wasn't getting his money either.
1: Yeah, it don't surprise me.
0: In addition to that, it was Donnie G said that uh, Jay, when they were traveling, Jay was using his travel benefits as how he slept.
1: But yeah, man, he's a fucking trip, man. I just don't understand him, you know. And I kept telling myself, "Oh, he'll change." And you'll have like these talks with him. Like I probably had two or three talks with him where I broke down, and I was like, "Man, I can't keep doing this, man. Like, like I'm living, breathing, shitting, and eating JMA. Like my whole fucking life is dedicated to it." And I'm having to fight for every bonus check. I'm having to fight to do what I know is going to work for the organization. I'm having to fight against, like, there were times where I remember during, like, the corner class, they built out, like, a new JMA website where, essentially, when I went in and looked at it, this is when I first came on board. When I went in and looked at it, I saw, like, if people signed up for it, it wasn't going to work. Like, it wasn't going to give them their credentials. It still had, like, placeholder lorem ipsum fucking text on the website. And, like, (laughs) Jay was trying to launch that shit. And so I went to Art. His brother, Art, was helping kind of run the company at that time when I first came on board. And I told him, I was like, yo, we cannot launch this. And I remember Art telling me, he told Jay about it, and Jay was just, like, super, super unhappy. You know, like, Jay would be willing to launch something knowing that the people would not get whatever he was launching would not meet their expectations. And as someone who, like, really takes pride in, like, what they do digitally, like, I just wasn't cool with that. And so I know we bumped heads a lot in terms of, like, what we should launch, what we shouldn't launch, how we should launch it, how we should build it. Like, we were always kind of bumping heads. But it was always, at the end of the day, we'd have to do it the way Jay wanted us to do it, man. He was stressed. That was the most stressed out time during my life. I left so I had, like, hardly any money because my savings had been depleted. Because once I started working for J.I., I started making way less than I was making when I was working for myself. Not only was I making less, I was working three to four times as hard to try to make him happy and meet his expectations. And then, like, you know, once I quit, bro, I'm like, my bank account dropped down to, like, I had, like, 1200 bucks. man. Rent was due. COVID just fucking hit. Like, I was freaking the fuck out. But leaving him was the best thing I ever did, bro. Because, like, I went from that to now I'm bringing in, like, 30 to 40K per month doing my digital shit. And so leaving him was, like, so much better for my life, man. I'm making more money. I'm fucking stress-free. Like, I do what I want. So I'm just glad to be away from him, man. But somebody needs to do something for real. Like, his ass needs to be canceled. Because he started me off at a certain salary. And then after 30 days, it was going to go up such and such. And then I even had to fight for that.
0: So what happened with the bonus?
1: He just never fucking gave it, man. Like, when I came on board, he promised me. He was like, bro, I'm going to make you a fucking millionaire in the next 12 or 24 months or some shit like that. But just rock with me, man. Like. Give it your all, I'm going to make you a fucking millionaire. And so, like, we had this bonus structure that was going to be put in place where I got, like, a rev share percentage over what we generated for the month digitally, all that good shit. And probably seven months went by, and I finally started to see my bonuses. And when we sat down for him to work out the bonus structure, which was supposed to be worked out, you know, when I first came on board, when he finally worked it out, he literally broke down to me in the office what it should be, showed me example math, and then was like, yo, if we do this, you could make this. And then, like, the next month, you know, we did very well. And so I came to him, and I was like, yo, based off of exactly what you fucking said, this is what I should be getting. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't mean that. You misunderstood me. This is what I meant. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, you did the math in front of me. Like, I'm using your math that you did to calculate what my bonus should be. And now because we had such a good month, you're telling me, oh, the math is wrong and I'm supposed to get less. And it's like he wanted to beat me up over a $9,000 bonus check. Fuck, man, we just made over four hundred grand for the month. And every month after that, it was like three months after that, every month I had to fight for my bonus. Not only did I have to fight for my bonus, my bonus structure changed every month. He don't like paying people out, period. Tony his graphic designer you remember tony right yeah tony lewis so he works for me now he don't even work with jay no more he fucking he literally woke up and his paycheck was half with no explanation with no warning no nothing he got paid and it was half and no one told him why no one could tell him why the payroll lady just told him oh jay told me to do it and then jay never even explained to him why so he quit that dude dirty with money man Yep. And see, I thought, like, whatever happened between, like, I don't know, the way they made it sound was like that you and EJ had some bad blood at one point, too. I don't know over what, but. Just the way they kind of like propped it up, man. It was always like, I know EJ fucking hated you, man. And then like the Legacy Center, that was a terrible investment. Like they bought this building. Number one, it's next to a railroad track, right? And so like he told me one of the issues with that is there's no such thing as like railroad insurance or some shit. I don't know how this real estate shit works, but he said there's no such thing as like insurance that'll cover that shit. So nobody would like, loan him money on the property. Nobody would do shit, man, for that property. And he customized it to fit what he needs. And, like, he seriously thought that he was going to launch that legacy center and get a shitload of people in there for co-working when, man, if you just look at the market, like, it's in East Point, bro. Like, that's just not the place for a co-working community. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why there were no co-working communities there, because the market for it wasn't there. Man, he built that fucking house just so him and EJ could stunt. Um, Oh, well, I'm out of that shit now.